Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Court with UC Elite. I'm Coach Stacy, and today I have Coach Jell and Coach Abby on the episode. Welcome. Hi, thank you Hi, for, having, thank you for us. having us. Nice. Well, if you guys don't know, they are both sisters who uh, Coach Jell has uh, coached here at UC Elite for multiple seasons, um, and then Coach Abby was a player now graduated playing at CSM next year, and both are Moreau alumni. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything you guys want to add to let our listeners know about yourselves? Um, yeah. So I started playing volleyball when I was 10 years old. I was in the fifth grade. I started with playing CYO, and then after a year playing CYO, I transitioned to playing club at Club Kalani. Um, I played since then. I was on high school varsity all four years. Um, I've played at UC Lee, I've played at Top Gun and Club Kalani, and then next year I'll be playing at the College of San Mateo. I started playing at CYO 6th grade, I believe. I actually did not even know what club volleyball was. I didn't even know volleyball was such a big thing, but one of the referees, his name was Coach Roy, he coached one of our playoff games and said, you need to come play club volleyball. And we, we go over to my parents, and my parents are like, okay, let's try it. And then we got introduced to this world that we just became obsessed with. Um, and the competitive nature, just watching it, involving ourselves in college games and watching USA Volleyball, it just became like a family thing that we loved and haven't stopped. Nice. Yeah. That's crazy to think uh, it started with just CYO yeah. and got into club and, so and all that. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Jill, where did you play club at? And when did you start playing club? So I started playing club in sixth grade. So I was probably 11. And I started at Club Kalani. I played there for a couple of years. Once I went to high school at Moreau, I started playing nets with my high school coach. Uh, She ran the club out of Moreau. And then I actually transitioned to club VIP. It's no longer around, but Coach Matt was my coach. Mm -hmm. Um, And I believe that was when I was 16. And then I went back to nets and that was my final season. Yeah, dang. That's crazy. You played for Coach Matt as well. Yeah, yeah. He was he was new, and um, we were learning together. It was really fun. He, he gave me opportunities that I didn't feel that I was getting always um, in high school, and he exposed me to being a coach that ensures the athletes are versatile and not, you know, one-way players. Nice. And then, Abby, for you, like, did, when did you start playing club again? Um, I started about the fourth grade, so I was about – or fifth grade, I was 10. And I played my 12 years – 12th year uh, twice. So I played when I was 10 and 11, and then I moved on. And since then, I haven't stopped. Nice. So just lots of club volleyball. Yes. The day – the year school. she ended high school – or uh, her senior year of high school, she didn't play club. And then that was the first year I started, so – my parents didn't even get like a break. We just started. Once she stopped, I started volleyball and it hasn't stopped since. Dang, that's crazy. But yeah. pretty cool journey. Yeah. Right. And then when did you start coaching club? So I started coaching club my junior year actually with my first club coach ever, Coach Roy. Um, he allowed me to be his assistant coach. I wasn't able to do everything. Like I couldn't always go to practices. Um, because I had school and stuff to do on the weekend sometimes. But I would say, like, my first full-time coaching job was in my senior year. Um, Again, I was with Coach Roy, and I just learned things, like, that I cherish forever. And he showed me that it was more than just being, you know, teaching fundamentals um, it was also about teaching them how to be a good athlete, um, be a good role model, be a good teammate. Uh, so went a lot deeper than volleyball, learning mm-hmm. from him. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important when you're getting into coaching is having like the mentor to really show you the right ways, um, giving you like the foundation of being a good coach and then being able to take that and then make it into like your own coaching style, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then I think it was, I don't think I met you until you started coaching here at UC Elite, right? Yeah, I believe and then so. That was, was that Abby's 14th 14, year? 14, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, how did that opportunity come about and what what was it like starting off? And for our listeners that don't know, um, Coach Jell did have Abby as a player um, on her teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Coach Matt reached out to me. I believe I saw him at a tournament when I was coaching at Kalani, and he was telling me that, you know, he was starting up the club. It had been around for, I think, a couple of years at that point. Mm-hmm. It was a smaller club still. You know, we were a couple units down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was definitely nervous to transition clubs, and I felt – really bad leaving Kalani but I knew I was getting to a point where I wanted to be more competitive Mm -hmm. as a coach and Kalani is a wonderful club and again I'm so grateful to learn from them but it's a club where players learn how to play volleyball it's very um you know we're not we weren't as focused on I don't want to say winning but it was a lot of developmental Mm -hmm. um, coaching. And that was at any age. It wasn't just the 10s, 11s. It went all the way until they were older. It was just giving athletes more of an opportunity to play. Whereas I wanted to start getting into like national teams and, you know, traveling because I believe the only place we ever went was Reno Mm -hmm. for Far Westerns. And um, so I was really excited for Coach Matt to give me that opportunity to come over to the club. Yeah, nice. And then were you coaching Abby prior to that anywhere else? Yeah, so I coached her one, well, I was the assistant coach one Mm -hmm. year um, for the Kalani team, but then she moved over to Top Gun um, and I stayed at Kalani. So then that year we um, didn't, we weren't together on a team. Okay. Okay, cool. So I think, yeah, that year... I think that was a year Matt also won the bid. Yeah, right? the first year yeah, that, that I first, came. Yeah, because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, um, that weekend, I think uh, your 14s and then Matt's 16s were in Spokane. Yeah. yeah and I just remember, like, I think in between stuff, we I came and watched your team play. And for me, it's crazy to think that they're all kind of graduating I from know. high school. Yeah. And they were incoming. They are like 14, so that's like mm-hmm. eighth grade, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, wow, like time flew by fast. But the exciting part about that weekend was as Matt's team was making like history and in the program, like your team got to watch it. Right. Yeah. And see that higher level of competition and what it took to to win a bid. Mm -hmm. Um, What was your guys's like experience during that tournament? Um, I thought that was super cool. I remember me and um some of my other teammates like we stayed on our phones on the app trying to see like when they were going to play if we were going to be matching up but i think for me that was like the first tournament like 11 12 13 is usually separated from those older ages so you didn't really get to see that high competition so i think that was the first year i really got to go watch like the big girls play volleyball at such a high level and i thought that was such a cool experience because both clubs i had been at was were smaller programs so we had never really seen anyone get a bid we had never seen like I didn't really even know what Junior Nationals was at the time, I mm-hmm. think, for me. I think that was the first time I really understood what was happening with it and what the goal of volleyball was at such a higher level in club. So I think that was such a cool experience because I finally understood what the goal of volleyball was, like club season, to get a bit at the end of the season. And experiencing that, it was so cool. Um, one of my best friends, Kendall, was on the team, so like I loved being able to support her and watch that for her. And... Yeah, I just remember, like, it was a very intense game, three sets, it came down to the wire at the very end, and I remember me and my team were, like, staying at the end of the bench, Yeah, we were all excited, <laughs> we were cheering, and then I just remember, um, I remember you having on live stream, the live, yeah, <laughs> the the live stream. walking around, <laughs> yeah, I just remember after, like, the excitement seeing the girls have, like, that brought a new goal in my life to, like, be able to experience that one day, because of, you could tell they just worked so hard for that, and, like, that was just so rewarding in the moment, so I think that definitely caused me to like be more eager to experience that moment one day. But yeah, that was a really cool experience. It's one of the first times I saw that high level volleyball at that age. And it kind of like mentally prepared myself for what years were to come. Yeah. Did you want to add on to that, Jill? Oh, I just remember um, gathering my team, making sure no one left because we were done. Uh, But 
having that conversation with them that that's something that we were you know that's our goal in volleyball that's what we strive for is that fulfillment of working hard especially being a smaller club you know it's inevitable where we live we don't see the natural 6-1 athletes um so seeing them play against a team like that it was just really cool and it was so much more rewarding that it doesn't just come to us so easily Mm -hmm. and watching you know a team that looks like my team would eventually look like um going up against such big competition and not being afraid of the moment it was it was amazing to watch yeah yeah I kind of like what you said too Abby like it gave you like a sense of okay I want to attain that too and put that perspective of what am am I going to do to try and reach that goal too and to see that as a team even as a coach right it's like how do we prepare our players now with with that mindset and and all that because then they're always gonna push themselves and Mm -hmm. that player development is gonna carry on and hopefully transfer like in between their club seasons and into high school seasons and I, and I remember you also did start coaching at Moreau too, right? The, was yes. it the JV, JV Yeah, team? I was the assistant coach the first year at JV level. And then the second year I was the head coach. Mm-hmm. And then I proceeded to co-coach varsity my third year. Um, so, yeah, again, watching that level just slowly grow and uh, the level of play slowly grow um and what i was capable of coaching just um continued to get stronger and it was high school was challenging but it you know it taught me a lot um i gained a whole new perspective coaching high school and again like the team dynamic was a little bit different um i wasn't around the players um that i had been around for the last couple of years so learn learning how to adapt my coaching was definitely a challenge and you know i was younger so mm-hmm. um <laughs> at that time i was 19 20 so feeling very close to the age of some of the athletes i was now coaching uh felt uncomfortable at times mm-hmm. uh just because I was trying to establish respect yeah and I wanted them to understand that you know I can make jokes with you and I do understand like where you're coming from but at the same time we need to establish boundaries and understand that you know I am still your coach I'm not your friend yeah we can have conversations and we can ha- we can play around because you know I'm still young and I I still like to talk and joke with you all but um finding that again that boundary with them uh my first year was definitely a little a little hard but I learned from it and um it helped me in the future so yeah yeah um, I was in a similar boat when Mm -hmm. I started coaching at Logan for for basketball Mm -hmm. straight graduated from high school and you know some of these girls are like younger siblings mm-hmm. of some of the teammates I had yeah. so I was like man like how are they gonna take me seriously yeah. mm-hmm. but my my big struggle was dealing with the parents mm. you know because the parents always felt like oh you look too young to be a coach but the funny thing is I still get that now because I kind of blend in with my <laughs> with my high school students uh-huh. and all that so uh and I'm just like man like I just hope that I get the respect, but I really have to like earn it yeah. too, you know, and find that balance, like mm-hmm. you said. And I, Abby, this is probably going to be something you might have to face yep. being yeah, being a young coach, you know, soon, coming yeah. up and all that. But you know, what was the the dynamic like coaching your sister and then playing for your sister? I don't know who wants to share first. Um, I can. So coaching Abby all of these years is actually really funny uh I always people's first reaction to it is always how how do you guys get along how are you not at each other's throats and to be honest we we were at the beginning um the first couple of years and especially when I was just um like senior year in college um you know we even shared a room um (laughs) when we were younger 
I she always got under my skin always as she could do anything and <laughs> my parents were always telling me well she just wants to be like you she looks up to you she, you're her role model and I'm like well I don't want to be her role model <laughs> um so she would she would get under my skin a lot so when I was younger coaching her there would be a lot of times where we would leave practice and I was really upset with her really upset with her performance or the way she was engaged in practice or whatever it was and I would just like go in on her for our whole 25 minute (laughs) ride home and eventually I don't know what really flipped inside of me I think maybe one day I made her cry like like cry a lot and she doesn't cry she's not a crier Mm -hmm. so I think there it was something like that where I was finally like you know I'm gonna kind of like ruin our relationship if I continue to not understand how to separate me being her coach and me being her sister because there there was just a lot of times where I would be talking to her on the court and it was in ways that I would never talk to another athlete mm-hmm. where I had to pull myself back and say, she's not your sister right now, yeah. you know, because I had to kind of check myself. Would you talk to any other <laughs> athlete like this? Probably not because yeah. you'd get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. yeah. So um, finally being able to pull myself back and allow us to have separate relationships where we like, I think we established at one point, we don't, we're not going to talk about, like we're not going to talk about practice when if I'm driving you home or whatever it is or if I'm taking you back from a tournament we're not I'm not talking about your performance just the way I'm not sitting in the car with another player on the team and like you could have done this you could have done this I don't know why you weren't trying harder I don't know why you didn't make that serve we're not gonna we're it's just done and over with we can talk at practice um so really being able to like look at myself and say okay you need to be able to separate that mm-hmm. and look at her as a player that you're mentoring and not, well, she's your sister and she's getting on your nerves right now. No, mm-hmm. it's she's probably frustrating you because you know she can do better. And that was always my um, my biggest thing is I wanted to push her to her fullest ability. And sometimes I, I like put that on her really strongly. Mm-hmm. Wow. How about from your perspective, Yeah, um, I would agree with a lot of that. Um, like, the role model part, I would definitely agree with from my parents' perspective. Like, her playing club at 12 years old, um, how she was mentioning Coach Roy earlier. Coach Roy used to have me sit on the bench with them every game. Like, I'd be their little assistant coach. Um, I would go to all her CYO practices. Our coach, uh, old coach, Coach Buddy, he would let me join in all the practices. So I was always just around volleyball with her, so I think – that's what really built our relationship, but then once I started playing, it started being a little different just because she was coaching now. She had just ended volleyball, so, like, she was kind of still in her volleyball career. It was just ending, but I was just starting mine at, like, a higher level. So I think it was hard at the beginning. As assistant coach, I think our first year, it wasn't too much because she was definitely learning, so she I don't think she felt as comfortable, like, coaching as much. So mm-hmm. Coach Roy definitely did a lot of that for me my first two years, I would say, but... Once I went to Top Gun, I moved on. She coached another team, and then we came back to UC my 14 years. I think that's when it would start, like, the car ride things, us arguing <laughs> at practice, um, us arguing before we got to practice, and at practice we'd be giving each other dirty looks. Um, <laughs> oh, my Because yeah. we have, since I was born, we've shared a room. We've had every reason to hate each other our whole lives because we're just always around each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it definitely was like that at times. It was hard because I knew – there was times she'd get mad at other players, but she knew she couldn't take it out on them. So, like, she knew she could do it to me because I was tough. We grew up to be mentally tough. Like, if someone says something, just don't take it as them um, trying to be rude or hurt you, but, like, them trying to teach you. Yeah. So that was definitely, like, it was hard to affect me and stuff like that. So she knew she could do it to me, like, yell at me. She would take out ang- anger sometimes out on me instead of other people, which I was fine with. Like, it got hard at times, definitely, when I was, like, already in my own head about stuff like trying not to disappoint my coaches my teammates um but yeah I think the year that really helped us like learn how to separate the two was high school season um my freshman year high school season it was definitely an experience it was hard I was the only freshman on the varsity team 
Um, that year, my team just had a lot of drama, so it was hard for us to... Um, a lot of the girls would, would not have separate, like, drama on the court from, like, yelling to each other about getting a ball and then taking it off the court and still being um, hurt by the words that other people would say. So I think that was a year we definitely, like, tried to find, like... We saw that happening with other people, and we were like, we don't want to be like that. We don't want to... For her to yell at me at the court and then me be thinking she was trying to be hateful or hurtful, so... And then take it out at home when we're sharing a room and we're trying to stay on the opposite side of the room without it being <laughs> super awkward or yeah. <laughs> arguing. Mm-hmm. So I think that was definitely the year that it came to us, like, we need to, like, be able to separate this. And I think that year, we definitely learned our boundaries. We definitely learned, like, okay, after volleyball practice like even if we're silent in the car just let's not talk about volleyball let's try to think about Mm -hmm. something else let's try to talk about what happened at school today like because I think volleyball has always been so much of our lives like so prominent in our lives that sometimes we forgot we had other experiences like we were doing other things we had volleyball we had friendships that we needed to talk about like drama at school or just Mm -hmm. blast music yeah Yeah, like like, okay let's just (laughs) sing yeah Yeah, I think that was definitely a year we learned like we can separate volleyball and our home life or just our relationship in general because I think when we were younger, we definitely did argue. Most people didn't think we got along very well. Because um, we have a younger brother, too, who hates volleyball, anything to do with volleyball. Because he's so, since three years old, he's had to sit at tournaments. Oh, but yeah. um, <laughs> So, like, we were always able to get along with him easily. But us, too, is always more butting heads. We're both girls. We're, I'm the middle child. <laughs> She's the oldest. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think just definitely learning how to separate volleyball and, like, realizing that's not the only thing that we have in common mm-hmm. we have other things in common that we could talk about so yeah it was definitely hard at times just like she said she would take her anger at me she would say something and i would just take it as she's being my annoying older sister like mm-hmm. whatever but i think it definitely helped when we got older we started getting more assistant coaches mm-hmm. like coach joe i think he was a great example mm-hmm. um sometimes it was hard for joe to coach me i think because she wasn't a setter and i've always been a setter we played two different positions mm-hmm. so i think once like for example, like Coach Joe started coaching me, it was really helpful because he was a setter in high school. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was definitely able to – she was definitely able to kind of not pass me on but, like, let him coach me a little more than she had to because of position-wise. We yeah. were older, so it's starting to be, like, you should know everything by now, like, to do, be able to do everything, and you should be able to start focusing on your position more. So, like, these past couple of years, Joe's really helped me with my setting. He's been able to, like, pull me aside and help me with coaching while she's helping the hitters and the passers because mm-hmm. that's what – she has practiced in, she played her whole life outside hitter in DS. So I think definitely getting older and having coaches that like were kind of positional mm-hmm. definitely helped us because she didn't have to feel like she coached me as much. But yeah, did, it was a definite experience. Did you ever feel like the pressure of, oh, I'm like related to the coach? Like I have to be able to set myself up to this standard and how did you manage that yeah for sure there was always parents who would claim that um I got more playing time because I was I was her sister or all of that so it was definitely hard I definitely feel like when I had a bad game I'm like crap they're gonna say something to her today because she didn't take me out or whatever um it's been hard it was hard because I just know volleyball has been my whole life from let's say six years old even though I wasn't playing like I was into volleyball I was at every mm-hmm. tournament sitting on the bench so engaged in the game so I think it was just pressure to be I knew I had talent and I knew I knew the game so well at a young age it was hard because um I did if I had a bad game I'm like oh she still took me out and now parents are gonna say that she didn't take me out because I was her sister so I felt like I always had to play well I always had to be a leader on the court I always had to almost stand out more than people or like go hustle more than someone else and do that because do the extra do the extra because I was her sister so Mm -hmm. it was if I had one mistake, oh, you should have took her out because you just didn't because she's your sister. Like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely pressure. It was hard at times because um, I knew. I've always had – I've had teammates, too, who have said you're only playing like that because your sister or whatever. So, I think it was hard. It was hard always having to be, be in the gym 20 minutes earlier trying to get more reps, trying to stay after practice to get more reps, trying to just do the extra to always be better. Mm-hmm. So that I could prove those people wrong or that I can almost prove to myself that I was good enough not to, like, have to live up to the standards, but live up to my own standards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I dealt with it most. I feel like I take out most of my stuff and leave it on the court. So I try to leave everything on the court and just, like, play my best all the time. 
even if I know I'm not playing the best, like put everything I can into the game at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was hard for sure because I would hear people say stuff like yeah. without them thinking I heard stuff or I had friends who were friends with the people who would talk about me like hearing stuff, which is hard. But I think over the years, I've just learned to deal with it and like focus on myself and what I'm doing in the game and like what I can do and control. Yeah. Yeah. That just reminds me. I, I coached my younger cousin's basketball team and it was I also had a struggle to find the line and stuff because he's always known to me as like, oh, Ata Stacy, Ata Stacy. Or Ata is like in Filipino or Tagalog respect for an older sister or cousin Mm -hmm. and like he had to understand that when it was coach it's coaching time Mm -hmm. oh it's not Ata Stacy (laughs) it's coach Mm Stacy you know and once he did realize that he kind of like there was a flip and a switch where he was like okay I want to play harder because I'm related to the coach and I didn't I didn't want to force him to do that. And I told him, I was like, all I wanted was for you to do your best. You know, you know, if you were playing lazy, yeah, I'll get mad. But yeah. I think it's because I'll get mad if any of my players yeah. play lazy. So, you know, and, and once he was able to understand the, the lines, I think it made coaching him a little bit easier. Yeah. And having the understanding both ways. Yeah. And it was just one of those things where he ended up, having a love for the game where the IQ part, he was just smart Mm -hmm. and he was undersized and everything. uh, But because he was smart enough, it was like, I trusted him to be like on the court more or whatever. And um, I didn't, I never saw it as like, Oh, like, you know, people think it's favoritism. I was like, no, like he's been, you know, who's keeping up with him and knowing playing multiple positions Mm -hmm. or, uh, putting in the extra work and conditioning. So that was kind of like my perspective. But how about for you? What was it like just that dynamic for coaching? Um, You know, it's actually really funny because I have, you know, not not too often um, coaching Abby, but every once in a while there's someone that thinks that she's getting favoritism, which couldn't be further from the truth. Um, anyone that actually comes to our practice or actually watches me on the bench with her they understand that she knows what's expected of her and she knows that she needs to be working hard and earning her spot on the court just like everyone else and I hold her again more accountable than I hold a lot of people somebody shanks a pass and she doesn't get a touch on the second ball who am I yelling at her Mm -hmm. (laughs) why did you not get there you know um but I think Abby made it pretty easy in terms of why she deserved to be on the court um I think last year she maybe missed one practice and it was because she was on a school trip Mm -hmm. um and the last couple of years attendance on my teams has not been great and so someone missing one practice the entire season speaks a lot yeah to me at least um the person that is going to hit the floor for a ball no matter what who's going to take an elbow to the eye and continue playing through that point is going to stay in the game and the person that's going to be here early making sure that she's getting as many reps as she can the person that's going to other practices to get get more touches you know I think that makes my job pretty easy and you know I've had the discussion with coach Matt as well he's really helped me through coaching Abby because he you know he just tells me that she she like for any coach she proves why she should be on the court and she's coachable and she's a good teammate she's a natural leader you don't have to explain that to anyone Mm -hmm. okay she's your sister yeah but she's also she also works hard and puts you know puts in the extra time and effort to be playing so there's nothing to really explain and as long as you have something to always back that up then you don't really have to explain yourself especially to parents that just like see from the outside exactly or hear from their athlete what's going on when what's in reality things in high school players minds can get twisted very easily um so taking the word of you know one of them sometimes is tricky and you know anytime anyone 
was willing to have a discussion with me about, you know, um, whether they were upset on her playing time or that we were sisters or whatever it was. Um, having a discussion actually cleared a lot of things up. So I think that's all it really took a lot of the time was understanding, you know, my perspective as well, because you're only looking at me as her sister, but... But not as a, a coach, right? <laughs> a coach, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I think sometimes, you know, people from the outside, when they see these things, like, they don't understand the decisions that come into play when it comes to coaching a team and the factors that lead up to the decision on why we're playing certain people mm -hmm. in a certain way or whatever. And, you know, sometimes, like, I've, I've experienced it where parents don't even understand the rules of volleyball. <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah, they don't and know like, what, yeah. well, why is my, my daughter coming out and, like, someone else is taking her spot? I was, well, She's what position player. is she playing? Like, oh, well, she could only play in the back row, right? Yeah. Or she can't go front row. Like, do you see how, how tall she, <laughs> yeah. how small she is? Uh -huh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, I'm going to do these things or make the adjustments so that my team is successful mm -hmm. and you know, I think that that opens up a whole thing where parents, once they, oh, okay, now I realize, mm -hmm. then they're like, okay, I need to, I need to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, or, you know? I think, yeah, I think so many parents do come from like CYO nowadays too that they come to club and they like expect the the playing mandatory time. playing time. Oh, yeah. and you're like, this is you're paying this money now to be a level where you're win, you want to win. Every team wants to win. Like it's not, let's play them because they paid for this season. Like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You should every once in a while if you can, but mm -hmm. like. The main goal of club is to win, to get a bid, and you can't do that by playing everyone twelve points. Yeah, every yeah, it's just impossible. It's hard because time, right? um, it's such a high level. Like, and some parents don't understand that their kids, I feel like, are behind a little, and like some coaches don't want to put them in that situation where they're gonna shank the ball and make their kid feel horrible about all of that. Like. I've definitely experienced that being younger, like freshman, we'd be playing games. I'm like, I don't want to be put in right now. Like, if I make a mistake, <laughs> I'm going to feel horrible after. Like, I think knowing everyone's role in the team, too, and, like, how people handle pressure. Because everyone handles pressure so much different that some kids handle it better. And that's why some kids play in certain situations more yeah. so. And I think parents are just so used to now, like, everyone should play equal time. Like, it should be fair. But, like, if you're joining club, you should come into the expe expectation with, the coaches are going to put in who they want to win. Like, yeah. that's what the goal of the season is. Yeah. Man, that's a lot that we've covered so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I guess, like, transitioning, um, what would you say, like, looking back, like, on your guys' either playing careers or your, your coaching, Abby's and, and all that, Abby's teams, like, some of your guys' favorite moments? Maybe we'll start off with your playing career, like my playing career um i remember i believe it was my junior year i was playing outside and my shoe came off mid set and not only did it come off it kicked out into the stands because i was like loading out to hit and i swung my foot around and it just launched into the crowd and the ref wouldn't stop the play, so I was like, okay. And my coach is screaming, keep playing, keep playing. <laughs> like, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I was like, don't set me. I only have one shoe. <laughs> and, of course, that was, like, the longest rally ever. <laughs> so I'm, like, out here trying not to slip on one without one shoe. But um, that was a good one. I also remember my – oh, I didn't – I played for Excel. Oh, that was yeah that was one of my teams where I was um, introduced to a hardcore coach a very hardcore coach every single one of my practices was three hours um, we would have basically circuit practices where we were doing core we were doing cardio we were doing jump ropes in between having to pass the ball and just a, a bunch of stuff which it was an amazing season an amazing coach but I remember <laughs> she subbed me in to serve at one point and I missed my serve and she she now no a lot of coaches wouldn't be able to get away with it she threw her clipboard from at the bench and it just broke and I was like 
oh okay that's, that's where you got it from <laughs> this is <laughs> this is um different but now looking back at it i was like well she got me to, i got my stuff together after yeah, that but yeah. um that exposure to club and that competitive nature because because i remember we were very close to getting a bid uh that year and i didn't even under really understand like, again like what what a bid was what nationals yeah, was yeah. um we were one game away and i missed my servant i thought i thought she was gonna kill me <laughs> i thought she was gonna kill me um but yeah those are those are two that really like stand out to me how and, about you abby um i think my first one that comes to mind is my sixth grade year i played up in cyo on the seventh grade team and that year we won the cyo championships i think that was just a cool experience um i was younger so people a lot of people didn't like want me playing but i got to play that game a lot and I just think that was a cool experience. That was, like, my first championship I won. That was – it was really big for CYO. If you were CYO champion, it was really cool because it was yeah. a lot of schools. So I think that was cool. Um, I just felt – it felt nicer just because it was on older team and I was able to live up to those expectations of moving up for an older team. Um, what's another one? Another one I would say freshman year, we went to San Diego for a volleyball tournament with my high school team. Um, I would say that was a cool experience. That was the first time I've, like – San Diego is where they have Coast Volleyball Club, and mm-hmm. those are some of the best players in California. And we got to play against some of those girls because we played at Coast uh, facility at their tournament. That was one of the coolest experiences because you saw six, three girls in high school already, like, 10 foot in the ball, and I was like, oh, my God, this is what it's like outside of, like, the Bay Area where they're yeah. all tall and they're bred <laughs> to do this. Um, that was definitely a cool experience. That was one of the few t- times my, like, team got really got along, so that was a really cool experience. We went to, like, the boardwalk in San Diego that year. Which is really cool and then i think my last one i would say this year uh bar westerns we made the championship game of our bracket for we didn't win the game but i just think playing in that moment and that game it was such a good game it was so close looking back like watching it in the moment i was like we played horrible that was such a horrible game but like watching back and like looking at film like it was such an incredible game and that was such an incredible moment to be in mm-hmm. um I knew some of the girls on the other team. We were friends. We were old teammates. So it was just cool. Like, 18th year, one of my friends from the other team, we played together our very first year of volleyball. So, like, just that full-round moment. And I just think playing at that high level, like, I was like, I really made it to 18th year. I, like, made it to the highest level I could um, playing in the championship game for a bid. So, yeah, I think those are some With of seven highlights. girls that game? Oh <laughs> yeah, my with gosh, seven. That's crazy. Yeah, we had two girls get food poisoning in, like, four. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. Dang. We still almost made right. it though. We, it we were supposed to lose the game. first game that day, but we made it to the championship mm-hmm. game. I think that was that day was also really cool because of all the perseverance from our team. Like no one expected us to be able to win the first game of the day. Coaches were livid. Yeah, we had our libero playing right side, and she was blocking like <laughs> six foot girls. They're like, like if you don't <laughs> hit over her, so yeah, I just yeah. think that like perseverance from the team. That was one of the real times like we really had to like grind. Like mm-hmm. that conditioning really came mm-hmm. into play because there were seven of us and no mm-hmm. one was coming off the court. So. Yeah, I think that was my favorite moments because it just brought me to a higher level and it was just, it was so cool to see like everyone like step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really cool. You guys talked about those moments as players, but how about coaching? And then, and then Abby, you could probably even summer, share yeah. like summer camp so far, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, gel for you. Coaching? Oh. Well, this year, um, having again a libero have to go all around as an outside and giving her that opportunity was really fun to watch and not only did she play her part and do her job but she went out there and killed it you know Mm -hmm. um that last tournament she got us to what the semifinals of that tournament and you know um i think just coaching in general my favorite part is watching all of that hard work come to surface and just it's the same with teaching for me just watching the pride that comes to my athletes or my students um it's just something that you know you can't you can't fake like Mm -hmm. it's just when they're they're they feel successful and they feel like you feel that love and you feel that joy and that passion for the game. It's just something that you can't replicate or um, or fake. And that's de- that's definitely my favorite part is just watching 
watching those all those hard moments that we've had to go through in the season um watching it all pay off yeah uh, especially when we're playing in a high level game like that where everyone's playing for each other you know um uh, <laughs> having girls leap over each other step on each other's heads <laughs> to try to get to a ball um it's not funny in the moment but yeah. you know when they're okay and we get the point it's like all right you know you guys went out there and you're working for it and you know playing for each other which yeah. is that's always rewarding mm-hmm. i think as a coach yeah. and yeah i really like that thanks abby um, any anything <laughs> from the camp so far yeah so clinics. for the summers i've been coaching um i've been helping out the rising stars and the 11 12s camp um i think part of it that's really enjoyable is just how much fun especially the little ones have like they're just having the time of their lives anything <laughs> they can learn is so cool anytime they get a serve over the net or a hit over the net like it's like they just won the championship like it's just so a cool experience to see them learn and like just the enjoyment that the sport brings them. Because I remember being so little, like, loving volleyball. Like, it was my entire life. I thought it was the greatest thing. I still do. But, like, when you're little, it's just a whole different feeling. So, yeah. seeing that on their faces when they're little, I'm like, it brings me back to when I was little. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so much fun. Like, some of the stuff they say, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, so out of pocket. But they're just so funny. They crack <laughs> me up. Um, we'll be at the 11 12 They're just – I don't know what they're talking about sometimes. But they're just so sassy. They're so funny already. Um, but, yeah, just seeing them learn and having so much fun and, like, building those friendships already like you could already see kids in rising stars already like best friends they just met each other this week like yeah, it's 11 the first 12 week camp. <laughs> yeah it is and they're like best you could already tell his best friends like just knowing that like volleyball really does bring so many friendships and like family to you mm-hmm. that like it's so cool seeing my young age already like making these little friends making these little clicks of friends um yeah you just see them already growing as people and like growing as volleyball players and seeing our future generations of uc elite yeah yeah yeah, now we started with tiny stars too. Yeah, tiny, oh my, their video, like, <laughs> they're so cute. They're so cute. Yeah. Well, moving on. Um, you know, we mentioned that. I don't know if we mentioned it yet, but this upcoming season, both of you are gonna coach a team together. So now the <laughs> dynamic went from coaching, um, like coaching Abby. Mm-hmm. Now it's being like co-coaches or mm-hmm. a, an assistant coach and head coach for your 12s national team. Like, what are you guys looking forward to with that? I I'm actually looking forward to learning from Abby um, because she's going to play for Coach Katie at CSM. So her um, gaining new knowledge and mm-hmm. bringing it to me because that's something that I pride myself on is I'm always looking to learn. I always want to be a better coach and I don't think I'll ever be satisfied with myself as a coach. I always look for new ways to grow, new ways to coach, um, especially with athletes and times changing um always changing i want to continue to build on my foundation and understand how to coach you know future generations um so i'm really excited to actually learn from her and i want to give her the space to find who she is as a coach Mm -hmm. what works for her what doesn't work for her um and just allowing um, her to be comfortable in making mistakes as a coach because you know it's inevitable and it still it happens at any level you can be coaching for 20 years and you can look back at one game or one play and say well I should have done this mm-hmm. that's the only way that you learn so um, giving her the opportunity to hopefully learn from me as well but um, just establishing how she who she wants to be as a coach and yeah um yeah that's that's what I'm excited for cool how about you Abby um for me I'm kind of interested to see how Jill minds her minds works when she's like coaching Mm because like sometimes in games I'll be like okay she's putting this person like let's see what this is gonna do so I think coaching with her I'm gonna definitely like learn like what some of her strategies are and like why she makes certain decisions certain moments I've Mm -hmm. always wondered because I didn't want to ask her because she would think I'm (laughs) undermining her um but i think that's definitely cool i think learning from her the different um different tactics different ways like how to deal with different players how every player needs to be coached differently and how to be able to adjust to that um yeah i'm excited to bring in my setting knowledge for her um i'm excited to learn so much from coach katie this year at csm and all my teammates so i'm definitely excited to be able to bring that to the younger ones with how much experience i'm going to get from coaching uh all those coaches played at high levels um 
SCSM, we're getting a new coach that was old Stanford coach. So she's going to be one of my coaches. So I'm just excited to be able to bring all those high-level thoughts, <laughs> I guess, mm-hmm. um, that we never really got to experience to these younger ones. And, um, yeah, I would just say learning who I am as a coach as well, as she was saying, allow me to. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. I think this will be fun for us to um, – it's going to be a new nature of volleyball. We've always been around volleyball together with each other, but it's like a whole new like dynamic of how yeah. it's going to work. So I think it's going to take time to suggest like, we're definitely going to disagree on what drill to do next or like <laughs> who to put in, who to should serve next, who should play what position. Um, it's funny seeing us camp ready. Like <laughs> the other day, I don't know. We just already disagree or like we were do- demonstrating a drill and she just threw the ball as far as she could and not <laughs> was this the run through yeah drill? When i got injured <laughs> yeah <laughs> like her just trying to like oh, wow. us joking around like trying to make each other almost like kind of like stupid in front of the kids to be mm-hmm. funny sometimes i just think it'll be fun environment um she hasn't coached kids in a while this is my first time coaching so i think the younger ones will definitely bring a new kind of joy <laughs> into our lives right now yeah she's already making fun of the way that i interact with the little ones compared <laughs> uh-huh. to oh because i'm so used to her being so mean and like how she's so sweet to the little ones i'm like oh my god this is so fake <laughs> oh my gosh it's like teacher gel miss gel miss templeton or miss buell <laughs> yeah yeah oh man this past year or some of my girls are in your camp so mm-hmm. when i peek yeah. in and stuff like just the reactions i get i'm just like oh my gosh <laughs> Well, they're in good hands, so I don't have to worry about them. <laughs> but funny. Uh, like the girls are too funny. Oh, and they're not. This is like the prime <laughs> age for jokesters. This is a yeah. good group. Yeah. You know, with uh, my 12 team with Andrew last year, we were just premiere, so a lot of girls are super beginner yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, funny story is, I actually got hit by the ball, and like I messed up my eye somehow. Oh. But like it. It got like really red and then I couldn't wear my contacts. Then I had to wear like my glasses, but it was sensitive to light. Uh-huh. So I think I came to my 14th practice with the, an iPad <laughs> and I was wearing a hat to try and block off like light. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, Coach Stacy, are you okay? I'm like, I you got hit funny. by a ball. <laughs> yeah, I got hit by the volley light. <laughs> And, and my girls are just like, they're cracking Dying up. Yeah, you right. know. But, you know, I mean, I don't mind it because I think the girls are they're, having yeah, fun. Yeah, they're having fun. You know, yeah. like, I don't think they have yeah. bad intentions and it was, yet. Like, yeah. they're just being them. <laughs> yeah. And um, the girl that hit me, she was like, well, you were in the way. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm sorry. I was outside the court. Your serve went out. <laughs> so we're having, like, this little uh-huh. argument. But the, the sassiness, like yeah, you said, so funny. I, I just love it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I don't remember kids being like that when I was younger. Like the way that kids have changed so much, is so funny to me. <laughs> I blame social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right for sure. Yeah, or like they'll be saying like memes or like TikToks. I'm like, oh my god! Like Jell probably doesn't even know what half these are, and I'm dying laughing because I know what they mean. <laughs> yeah, actually, that that happened with my team too. Did it? Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I'm just like they say stuff. You're like, yeah, I don't I'm know like, if that's um good or not, but whatever. Yeah. We're just gonna keep going. Yeah, <laughs> I always, um, especially with my 18s last year. They would always they would be doing something and I'm I'm like whispering to I'm like, what are they doing like is this appropriate are they supposed to be doing this they're like it's fine gel sometimes they would be like yeah probably not I'm like okay let me shut it down <laughs> but I just honestly I don't even know what's okay and what's not sometimes because I guess I'm not on TikTok yeah yeah. Oh, man. Well, there's, like, a lot of things to look forward to, like, this yeah, upcoming season. Excited. Yeah. I would say, um, as we start to wrap up, like, what are some of your short and long-term goals with coaching? And then with you, Abby, playing? Um, my short-term goals right now, uh, I just want to get back into coaching the Littles and uh, re- rewiring my brain to really focus on fundamentals and um, looking at new drills that might not be as sophisticated to start with but that we can build and grow um, Mm -hmm. especially doing this 11 12 camp so I can you know tweak and modify like how how I approach coaching in a different way Um, even with the 18s I do try to strongly push fundamentals all the time because you can never do enough fundamentals, but just um, really learning how to re-explain the game and re-navigate myself as a coach for littles. Um, and long-term, 
I don't know. Long term, I just want to I want to stay with this club and gain as much knowledge as I can from the great coaches here. Long term, you know, I want to go to as many junior nationals as yeah. I can, yeah. uh, <laughs> whether that's with my team or just with the club at all. Um, and just get to continue experiencing high experience high level volleyball and um, watching Abby and all my past uh, athletes play at the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, I think playing wise, uh, CSM the next two years. I'm, my short term goals are really, I think rebrand myself as a setter. Really learn so much from Coach Katie and the whole coaching staff and. Um, I think really bring myself back to like the beginning and let myself kind of like recuperate and almost like rebuild myself as a player and kind of let them um, be more open to change and like letting them change who I am as a player and kind of like build myself to that next level and get ready. Um, of course, the long-term goal out of CSM is to uh, try to transfer out to a four-year and play volleyball still. That's always the goal for me, but um yeah, I think these next two years, I'm really just going to focus on who I am as a player and allowing myself to um, become better and I think mentally become stronger for that higher level of volleyball that um, I've experienced at times, but I think this is going to be a new level that I'm not used to, which I'm excited to experience and like face the challenges that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think coaching-wise, short-term goals are kind of like learn my place as a coach, like um, – the do's and don'ts of it all. I feel like it's always going to be different, but definitely kind of the foundation of all that. Um, short-term goal, get a bid with our 12s this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's always the goal. Now, um, I think with this summer team, like really, um, I feel like I haven't been around like young children like this coaching-wise a lot. So I think kind of learning how to coach them and because I've helped with other camps, but they've always been older. So I think learning how to, the little ones are so different, learning how to like communicate with them and like, Make sure they understand it yeah. in a way that, like, will um, stay with them and not just, like, kind of in one year, out the other. Um, and then long-term goals, definitely keep coaching at UC Lee. Um, keep learning from all the amazing coaches here that I've experienced, that I've seen every day while working. Um, I'm interested. I'm definitely excited to learn all the different drills of volleyball. Like, I've always seen drills, but, like, I think that's one of the coolest things, how so many coaches have so many – unique ways of coaching with drills and through that so yeah long-term goals just keep coaching become better um definitely keep moving up to higher level of coaching and yeah nice wow yeah well I really enjoyed our our episode here today and the conversations we (laughs) had like I'm pretty sure this won't be the last one that you guys will be on and maybe (laughs) be on different different topics and and all that but yeah and you know, for those listening, thank you uh, for listening to the episode. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we'll be back for another episode. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank Bye. you.